Hey, I'm Dan Grubb, and that's Aaron Fletcher-Smith, and this is the Dan and Aaron Like-O-Rama. Music! Satan is my master! Satan is my master! Satan! Hello. <laughs> That's, <sorry. laughs> That's the theme music that we always use. Yes. <laughs> that is absolutely spot on, dollar for dollar, the theme music we always use. It's always the intro music, every episode. Every episode. Uh, <laughs> and uh, as you may have guessed from Aaron's music, uh, today's topic is uh, limerence. <laughs> Wait. And rhyming. That's, uh, that, that's when you're obsessed with somebody. No, no, no. Yeah. It is uh, uh, deliquescence. What? That's, that's if you have a tendency to become liquid. That's, uh, okay. I, I do not have that tendency. Oh. If you have that tendency, I do not share that tendency with you, unfortunately. Oh. Um, yeah. Vainglory? Could it be I, about vainglory? None of my glory is in vain, Dan. All of it is direct, directly proportional oh. to the scale of my winnings. I got it. Yeah? Valiety. It's Valiety. Valiety? A uh, famous Va- uh, obscure French author from the 70s? Uh, uh, no. 1870s, that is. Reconstructionism. The, oh, I thought it was just 70 AD. No, that's when you're playing it on 78. <laughs> 78 D. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, yeah. That's my 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 favorite crossword location. Yeah. When when you play down. when you play the track on seventy eight D, that's uh, all of a sudden instead of playing it at forty five or thirty three. Satan, you Satan is the yeah. master. <laughs> right, exactly. Right. Here I am, Satan. Here I am, Satan. You know, it's yeah. uh, Chip and Dale's rescue Satan's. Uh, uh, no, validity is uh, when you care, but not enough to actually do something. What is it now? It's when you, when like, it's kind of like, uh, uh, I guess, slacktivism. Like, you care, oh, okay, but not enough to actually do something. You're like, oh, it's, thoughts and prayers. It's blasé is, care. Okay, is got it. Validity. <laughs> validity. Nice. All right. So that was today's episode. <laughs> you have now learned three new vocabulary words. Yeah, um, well, you already knew vainglory. So, yeah, yeah, the written section of the Lycorama. Uh, we will send out a link shortly after this. Um, quizzes are worth 10 points, and there will be two extra credit questions. Yeah, so get on it, you slackers. Yeah. yeah. Remember, you we're, bastard kids. We're These kids today, you. I tell you. I can't stand these kids today with their short legs, their short arms, their short torsos. Dan takes a a slightly more aggressive approach to teaching, but, you know, I I tend to think I have a a kinder, gentler approach. Um, I can't uh, fit in any of their shoes, these freaking kids. You're not supposed to be able to sit in any of their shoes. You You can try to walk a mile in them, though. I mean, you can no, always give that a they shot. they break. 
and they oh. make my feet hurt. Oh, I hate those yeah. shoes. They're too small. Oh, I hate it so much. Well, it's you know, look, kids today. If if you if they're you like stopped, four feet tall, these kids today, I, it's yeah. unbelievable. If you if you stopped um, uh, amalgamating all of the generalizations of kids into one amorphous blob-like image, then it might help you better understand them. Or not! You know, you can also not do that if, if you wish to not do that. You know, so really, you think really... just like a... just like a giant sort of tan blob yeah. with patches yeah. of hair about the size of Chicago... Right, that right. is made up of all the children in the world minus yeah. their bones. Right, so it's it's Voltron kid. Um, right, with like, but with no structure. Right, no, that's actually yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's yeah, yeah. The, the incredible. Oh, those child. kids today. Yeah. Oh, I hate these kids today with their no bones, and they're right. being a giant amorphous blob the right. size of Chicago. Right, Ooh. And, and and the liquid consistency Ooh, being these the, kids. Yeah. Oh, I know. I know. Ooh. I know how badly they just, yeah, they get to you, Dan, don't they? Covered they in size you. two sneakers. Ooh, yeah. these kids today. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Back in my yeah. day, we were all separated and not blended into one another. And we had bones in our bodies, not right. like these kids today. Ooh, I hate these kids. Yeah, I know. I know it gives you a, a visceral sickness reaction every time that we talk about Oh, the, kids. Oh, the nausea. Yeah. Well, the viscous, the, <laughs> the, vi the the viscosity of my nausea. I've got more viscousness. <laughs> yeah, yes. the viscosity. It's it it's uh it's so viscous. It's being marketed as a brand of oil for your car. It, oh, <laughs> oh, I'm so mad. It'll it'll improve your the life of your car by 70,000 miles. Ooh, these kids got me steamed. New turbo brand viscous children will help lube and uh, smooth the interior of your engine. Look for it in your local grocer's freezer. I'm five pounds of prepared rice. I'm so steamed. Oh, that's actually quite prepared. I'm, I'm in the back of a, of, of like half wagon? the restaurants in Richmond right at this moment because there's a lot of Chinese and Vietnamese and et cetera, East That's Asian restaurants. That's, you know what? You were, you were on a great roll. That one, that one bit of a stretch. I'm, I'm, I'm just going to tell you. They do put it on a great roll. You get their bibimbap. <laughs> it's delicious. Go to a nice, Korean place. Nice recovery. Bibimbap. Nice. Oh, yeah. That's the dude in um, Turtles. Yeah, Beeb and Bach, and, and that's his middle name. Is yeah. His middle initial is M. Beeb, yeah. M, Bop, and Bib Rock, and Bob. M, Steady. Yep, yep, exactly. Uh, when they became attorneys at law, they, they added the, the middle initial. Yeah, uh, they, the, uh, the they, have the same, they have the same middle name because they're brothers. Yeah, exactly. That's yep. how mutant middle, the M stands for mutant. Yep, yep, and that's, that's how Mutagen. they handle that. Yep. Yeah, bib mutagen bop. Um, yeah, yeah, and quite professional, quite 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 professional lawyers. Uh, good at their good at their job. You know, uh, wow. plenty of clients. The best. Yeah, strangely the enough, best. Strangely enough, a lot of um, environmental damage lawsuits. 
uh, they do really good at those for some reason. Yeah, they you just know? they're exhibits A and B. Mm-hmm. And the the person's like, I all I all I did was, uh, I don't know what's what's an environmental thing. I, I shot a heron, and look what you did to me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I look like this forever because of you. Yeah. Um, strangely enough, on their business card, it says, uh, which one's the ugly one? Um, which is oh. like a, a great tagline. God, that's like know? a 30 year old mystery. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Oh wait, that um, was the other ones. I know, but... Uh, or was it? I don't know. One was look, kind of a werewolf, and one was kind of a snapping... That was a weird movie. Yeah, Toka and Razor were like... Wow, cool, you remembered. But, <laughs> I didn't even have fucking Google up to do that. that wow. Fell, that fell out of the deep recesses of my memory. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, yeah. Good for you. Thank you. I'll take cultural... You're hired. ...for five, Alex. Just give me five dollars. Maybe don't. Maybe pay me five dollars to go away. Um, wow. All right. So eleven a.m. That's when we record from now on. <laughs> By the way, listeners. No uh, more of this one in the morning crap. We have decided to record early in the morning on a Sunday, and I'm I'm fifty percent loving it and fifty percent having another sip of coffee right now. Oh yeah. Mm. All right. So yeah. Mm. Um. We just had a, a lovely shared coffee moment. Yes, You're listening exactly. to Coffee Moments with Dan and Aaron. <laughs> coffee On the Dan moments. and Aaron Like Orama. You know what I like, Aaron? What's that? I just like mm, having a sip of my cream and sugar and coffee mm, and revisiting those wonderful memories. Mm, hail Satan. Yes, yeah, easy listening is, saxophone in the background. Right. Coffee Memories is brought to you by Hail Satan Coffee. If you haven't drinking coffee directly from Satan's butthole, you should try it. Hail Satan Coffee. Because you can't hail Satan without a big cup of black coffee. Hail Satan. Hail Satan. Oh, yes, that's the theme today. This week's theme is Satan. I don't know why. So what I do you know, know about Satan? I, I you know, I, I he's, <laughs> you know, I mean, not a bad dude, I guess. Not like, well, he's, not, he's not prohibitively bad, I would assume. You know? Not canceled yet. That's, no, you know, that's wild. Not canceled. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the original has his place bad in the, dude, in the... and yet not canceled. Yeah. Are you are you a bad enough dude? <laughs> are you a bad enough to, dude to to be thrown God? into the fiery pits of Hades for all time after a failed coup of heaven? Yeah, uh, you know, if you're Satan, the answer to that question is yes. Is oh man, ow! <laughs> he he's also uh, tormented. Uh, so there, what are the, there's the, I, uh, which one do you like? There's the John Milton version where he's very, um, charismatic and, you know, that's where we get the line better to rule in heaven than kneel. No, better to rule in hell, rule than, to kneel in hell in heaven. Yeah. than kneel in heaven or be, or to something in heaven. The Neil Patrick Harris in heaven. 
Um, that's heaven. Yeah. I'm just coffee oh. moments brought to you by Neil Patrick Harris. Oh, now he's mm. dreamy. Just sitting here, relaxing on a lovely May morning, drinking mm, steaming hot cup of Neil Patrick Harris with cream and sugar. Mm, thinking Neil about Patrick those good Harris. times. Brought to you by Neil Patrick Harris. All nouns are now Neil Patrick Harris. Neil Pat. No, he, we're not doing that. No, that one's. He too brought much himself work. into the world. <laughs> the we'll end. bring him out. <laughs> he he'll, he will not take himself out, for no. he is the Lord. Exactly. In he the beginning, the, there was nothing. Then Neil Patrick Harris created yeah. himself. He was pretty good in the new Matrix movie. Did you have you seen that? I didn't see it. Uh, I've yeah. heard mixed reviews. I've heard it's like 30% awesome and then it kind of meanders, but I haven't seen it. So what do I know? Don't it, listen to me. It, 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 it has it has its good moments and then it has moments where you're like, uh, I can see where you were trying to do, but uh, like, you know, like it hurts that uh, it could be and better. They, you know? They make fun of the red pill dudes, red like extremely online red pill guys. They did do that. They they it, but that's good. They 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 should have pushed that a little bit further, um, just because uh, uh, those people deserve it. But um, <laughs> it was it was okay. It was okay. They, it wasn't amazing. It was just okay. You know. They sent them all invitations. Hey, do you want to be in the new Matrix movie? Yeah, yeah, I'm red pilled. Yeah, this is great. And then. Uh, <laughs> Once the contracts are signed and the ink is dry, they just line them up and whack them with baseball bats. <laughs> yeah, right. No. 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 Um, I mean, it's on film and in the movies, so, you know, yeah. they're fulfilling their contract. Right, right, right. Just a lot of red pill dudes going, thank you, sir, may I have another? Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, it was all right. So, but, um, yeah, I like the um, the John Milton version is really cool. Yeah. Um, in Paradise Lost, um, the uh, did you read Dante's Inferno? I had to read it for school. Did years you ever read ago, that? Years ago, yes, <clears throat> I did. Yeah, uh, I didn't understand it too well in high school because I was busy uh, not caring about anything. <laughs> that took up most of my day. That's the was seven, apathy. The seven layers of cake, right? <laughs> yeah, the seven layer cake, the inverted yeah. seven layer cake of hell. All right, the the seven layers where it gets it gets skinnier as it gets down. Yeah, the seven layers of dip. You gotta if uh if you've ever <laughs> the seven layer dip of hell. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You get you get to the uh, the being a torn apart by wild beasts layer. That's the that's the uh, mm, picante. Yeah, that's just below the guacamole, and you don't want to get there. Just, oh, I hate the guacamole. Like, oh, that's where they, you know, like, guacamole. That's for the people who broke promises. Yeah, yeah, and then and then below that is the 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 sour cream, and you know what the sour cream lo- layer is all about. Yeah, that's 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 lying. That's the the yeah. sour cream is so sour that it Ooh. brings up the bitter memories of each time that you you told a little white lie, and then it's it just mm-hmm. is all. Uh, that flavor is just kind of like one combined amalgamated sour flavor and you just you pucker worse than you whenever you've had like your worst lemon i'm every time you lie yeah you curdle just a little bit exactly and then at the end 
when you're when you're at the uh, the the gates of judgment, uh, you then have to consume every one of those lies in the form of uh, the the directly proportional to the level of curdle in the sour cream from the lies. You know what I mean? Yeah, go with me on this. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I go with you. Oh, good. I Not against you me. go. I go too. Me Tarzan. Um, I love seven layer dip or six or five, as long as there's at least five layers, but not eight. Oh no. If you put eight, I'll murder you. Yeah. Um, I've killed before and I'll kill again. It's true. Yeah. I had to clean up a dead body in Reno once because of Dan. Um, I'll tell you, those eight layer <laughs> I cleaned up a dead body when once in Reno yep. just to wash my hands. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Dan is Dan is a, a nice guy yeah. right up until those eight layer dips, man. Then yeah. after that, it's it's all bets are off. And Johnny all, Cash's first drafts. Yeah. <clears throat> I all cleaned dips. up a body in Reno. Just to help a friend. Because uh, I was out of work. Exactly. Um, um, Satan, maybe? So, Hi, the seven-layer seven dip's awesome, but if, uh, I think hell is nine levels, I believe, the nine circles of hell. Okay. If hell was a seven-layer dip, I know one of them would be cottage cheese, for sure. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Oh, oh, Dan. What else? You know what? What two, would be more two of layers. the layers? Two of the layers would be those disgusting 1970s era aspic salads, um, like the aspic. ones. Where, I don't know an aspic salad. No? Oh my god! Um, a, a, a good friend of I've ours. I've heard of like drizzling something in aspic. The jello, I don't know the what jello that salads. Is. The jello salads. The, oh, Jello! The Jello yeah. molds with like yeah, fruit the, in them. From... Yeah, the Jello mold salads with like fruit and vegetables oh, and bologna in them. Yeah, or like hot oh, dog slices. No, yeah. yeah. Okay, so yeah. that's a layer. Yeah, that's at that's least all one, one layer. layer. Yeah, yeah and then exactly. cottage cheese is a layer. Yeah. <clears throat> um, Necco wafers. That's a layer. Necco those wafers. Are, those uh, are yeah, yeah. Necco wafers. Yeah, yeah. I had to think it's about like, it for a second. Yeah. For some reason, I was thinking you meant Nilla wafers. I was like, don't knock No, those are great. Yeah, but no, Necco uh, wafers. Ugh. And Necco yeah. wafers, it was, for real, one of the first, like, marketed candies. Yeah, they should have stopped after that. They should have and, said, this is one of the first, and and now we're done with it, because now we've learned how to make the candy. Exactly. So now candy They're evolution like, has occurred. You know. Exactly. Like we don't still roast like a whole leg of a of a wildebeest near the fire because right. that was like the first thing that we figured out how to cook. No, yeah. we learned how to make it tasty and like right. get the hair off and stuff. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, throw out Necco wafers, shut down the factory. Yeah. It's like if they tried to make Tums yeah. marketed to children. It's a it's not a good candy. So that would be a layer you know, of the seven-layer hell dip. The NECA wafers, um, the, the NECA wafers are actually, they're, they're an um, argument tool that the candy creationists use a lot. 
where they hold up the NECA wafers and they say, well, if there's modern candy, then why are NECA wafers still around? Checkmate, candy atheists. And then the candy <laughs> atheists have to do about 15 to 17 paragraphs on explaining the evolution of candy and how, you know, uh, separate evolution can occur in separate biomes and stuff like that. And it's really unfortunate. Right. You know, it's technically not wrong, but it's just a very long, uh, pedantic process. You know. Oh God, the the pedantry of, of nineteen tens candy. Yeah, yeah. Where they're, they're like, mm, bit of honey. That one's still good. How do you explain that? And you're like, right. I'm, just, I'm trying to sleep. <laughs> right. How did you get in my room? <laughs> Please stop sea lioning me. I do not want to talk with you about bit of honey. I'm calling the police. Did you say sea lioning? What's that? Have you mean? heard that? Oh my goodness. I'm, I love that. I'm term. offline. I, oh. I got out of social media. So what's sea lioning? Mean? Sea lioning. Is, is that this... you clap at someone? No, it's this fantastic term that um, it's it, it got popularized by some webcomic. I love it. I think it's a great term. Um, it's the idea that. A person showing that the person that continues to show up in your social media um, presence and continues to ask uh, leading questions or baiting questions that um, the the general social media public already know the answer to, but this person is asking these questions. Um, as as if to promote a dialogue, but isn't really promoting a dialogue. It's just really being obnoxious. No, um, it's being contrarian. Yeah, right, right. But won't stop and and shows up in every version of uh, either your personal social media or a certain topic of social media in general, asking this same set of questions over and over again. It's sea lioning. It's the the sea lion rears his head and is in your face and won't attack you but my god he's just full of noise you know yeah i love the term it, 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 search for the webcomic it, it's out there somewhere and it's just this it's this huge sea lion at a party and the caption is just like look i'm just asking the important questions here <laughs> and everybody's like please go away you're just an absolute bore <laughs> wow that yeah. sounds like a like a married to the sea comic yeah it's yeah it's a really good i love comic. married to the sea it may be um, a married to the sea comic it's it's got a very 18 like it looks like an 1800s woodblock print or something like that yeah yeah you'll love it you'll find when, it you'll love it if i had to get we're really boosting the old vocab today yeah if when when you said sea lining, my first guess was it was like I know um, like clapping back, uh-huh. and so I was thinking it was like you clap back and then don't stop clapping back. I thought mm. maybe that was sea lining because <laughs> they're like yeah, ooh, right. ooh, ooh, and like, <laughs> like yeah. Sometimes it's like very much one. appropriate to clap back, but then right. sometimes you gotta call it a day. At some right, point. once the clap back is over, you can't just continue. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's that's entertaining. I do like that. Yeah. Yeah. The, Clapback the was clap like back. the last social media term that I learned before right. I pulled the ripcord and got out. You got out at the right effing time. Uh, I don't know why I censored that F and d- haven't censored <laughs> the other ones, but uh, you know, let's let's say we were keeping it under PG thirteen.
Um, like Arama readers, if uh, you think that I should not have censored that, dial in one nine hundred like Orama and let us know whether I should have actually said that f or not. Sorry to use harsh letters. <laughs> how dare you say nine hundred? You know how I feel about that number. <laughs> Next time I'm gonna use nine one nine or nine 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 nine. Yeah. Um. I like the cartoon Satan, uh, like the silly cartoon devils. Um, anytime that he showed up recently in um, the Cuphead show, and uh, oh, I really okay. like, I really like him. I, I, anytime that, that it's looks like, like the, a fun show. Oh, it's so much fun! Oh, it's so silly. I love, I love the. It. I uh, I never played the game, but I watched uh, a video of someone playing it because I was yeah. like, "Look at that animation! It's it's the old." Um, noodles what do they call it uh like circles and noodles or something yeah balls it's and like noodle yeah it's like the 1920s balls and tubes balls and hoses. yeah but it's um i've never played the video game either i we just watched the show it, and it's so good and um just they, they've got the cartoon devil in there and you know he's he's got the voice and oh he's just up to so much trouble oh he's it's so freaking good anytime that the the devil or satan is like the the string bean bouncy around bad satan where it's like i'm gonna steal your soul and i'm gonna do terrible things with it uh, like the robot devil in futurama like i i oh, love yeah, that yeah, i think yeah. that's just a such a fun goofy gag you know um also in that vein um uh, dave Grohl as satan in uh, pick of destiny that was good. Oh, yeah. That was great. <clears throat> yeah. I'm the devil. I love metal. <laughs> <laughs> um, a cartoon devil that I really liked. Do you remember? Um, this is from like 1999 or so. Um, Cow and Chicken. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. And there was ah! that. The devil's like, I'm here. To... <laughs> he yes. was very like late 1800s stage show melodrama uh, yes. but minus the twirling mustache and he would bounce around on his like bulbous bullocks around on his butt cheeks yeah i remember that yes that oh was a God. great devil oh that was oh, such man. a fantastic devil <laughs> yeah that was such a good devil and his voice oh god i i gotta look up who the voice actor was now because uh he he had that same uh, kind of uh, silly, delicious, lush, uh, bad guy voice, but his yeah. his was even more ridiculous. So let's see who did the voice. Count yeah, and was... chicken, devil voice actor. Yeah. yeah um, go ahead. I was just gonna say, yeah, it's it's very much that like old timey, uh, stage show before, uh before movies were invented and it would, you know, the, the stage show equivalent of tying the woman to the railroad tracks, that kind of voice of Charlie. Well, I'm going to do this evil thing. Yeah. Oh, he did such a good job. Charlie Adler. Who's, who's I'm assuming is a voice actor and probably of that guy. It's that guy in the show. You know, one of those guys. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. American voice actor. American voice actor and voice director. Oh my God. Oh, you're going to love this, Dan. 
He Sorry. was the voice of Buster Bunny in Tiny Toon Adventures. That's so cool. Oh, okay. He was They're also one of those guys um, who did everything. Yeah, he was uh he was Mr. Big Head in Rocco's Modern Life. Awesome. Um, yes, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's the same kind of voice. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> cool. God, that show was something else. I'm sure if we went back there'd be a lot where I'm like, ooh, I don't like that anymore. Yeah. But uh um that butt yeah, walking the, uh, devil the man, red though. guy <laughs> the red guy they yeah because they couldn't call him the devil he had to be the red guy <laughs> yeah, um man. so yeah 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 we love we love that guy good job charlie adler hell yeah you do a, you do a good talk <laughs> you do a good mouth thing you do good talk with face yeah what what aaron said Yes. Um uh so okay, so what that's what's another good devil? What's another good Satan? Um, um let's see. Yeah, the here. Dave Roll one is pretty rad. <clears throat> uh, um, but yeah, the Dante one, um, when you finally get down there, he's like encased in ice and he's, you know, giant and he has three faces. Is it three faces or three mouths? Um, and God, I each don't mouth, remember. Yeah, and, and each mouth is chewing like a different traitor. Like one is chewing. Uh, I guess, I guess it's Pontius Pilate that he's chewing. Yeah. It was you know one okay. of the like, ooh, you killed Jesus. Okay. Um, and uh, I think maybe Brutus. Well, no, I mean, it's three mouths. He's chewing Pontius Pilate, Pontius Copilot, and Pontius Navigator. And, uh, and, and all three of them are like, oh, no, why did we fly our plane into hell? What, what oh, mistake no, it's, it's, resulted in this? And it's, then uh, it's, it becomes a uh, frightening paradigm about the Bermuda Triangle. That's Dante's Inferno. <laughs> Do not fly your plane over the Bermuda Triangle. Or else... Yeah, it's the uh, Pontius Pilot, the Pontius Co-Pilot, and the Lincoln Navigator. Yeah, <laughs> Lincoln Navigator. <laughs> just crunch, 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 crunch. <laughs> vroom, vroom, crunch, crunch, crunch. Yeah, and the Lincoln Navigator is—it's uh, a half car, half person. Like uh, it's it, midway tr- between transitions in from uh, Turbo Teen. Right, where it's yeah. like his arm is still turning into the tire. Um, yeah. Yeah, and he's just, the whole time, he's just in internal pain. He's like, ah, this hurts. Also, I am a car, and that also hurts. Ah, please, yeah, yeah. please let me die. Yeah. He's, uh, his, it's being punished because Lincoln is associated with, uh, with sedans, not SUVs. Right. Get your, right. get your brand straight. Arr, yes. crunch, 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 crunch. Right, and then, right. uh, and then John Wilkes Booth navigator comes up and shoots it. <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. Speaking of which, um, <laughs> one of uh, my favorite, most horrible fan theories that I've ever seen on the internet is that um, the cars, all of the cars in cars, um, yeah. are a uh, byproduct of uh, the kid from Turbo Teen um reproducing 
and that oh, um, no. oh no <laughs> what horrible future have we created I know right <laughs> and that the cars have basically attempted to reproduce uh, the society that they remember as best they can uh, <laughs> after the uh, human die off in apocalypse and, and right. so they're just aping the process of, of trying to be uh, living beings but they can't remember the human element so you know they're just these amorphized human cars with turbo team guts inside of them and now that's a nightmare image that you have to live with too I think I saw a fan theory that uh, Cars was like the apocalyptic <clears throat> wasteland that they left behind in Wally. Okay, I'll, and so I'll all buy the people that. left, and it's yeah. just their cars and garbage that are yeah r- ruins of cities. I like that. I like that. I'll I'll, I'll, I'll buy that approach. Speaking of which, um, with each additional year. Wally becomes more frighteningly prescient and and I don't like I do not <laughs> like how much closer we're getting to the Wally future like I, I had a lot banked as a kid and as a teenager in in us eventually getting to the Star Trek future I, I don't think we're getting there I, I, right. I think we're going the Wally future route and and I gotta say it's just uh, makes me sad um, let's talk you about know, devils you... again any sort of um, gaming culture accoutrement, yeah. they all watched Wally and they're like, "Hell yeah, that's the life." <laughs> Get me yeah, in a were. chair where I'm kind of sitting and kind of laying down, right. and it has a toilet installed in it, so right. I don't have to stand up, and I have a a, a nutritious goo that I that I drink <laughs> right. to get my my uh, bare minimum essential vitamins and minerals. Right. I want to spend my money on a red thing and then two weeks later spend my money on a blue thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stick it to the man. Oh, now it, now it lights up. Cool. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. I'm going to look at a screen till I die. <laughs> Forever. Hail Satan. Hail Satan. Um... <laughs> Um, God, now I'm, I'm I'm trying to think of other devils, Satans. There was, I mean, you know what? Disney... Who was a really good one? No, um, I do not. Did you ever see? They remade it in the '90s with Elizabeth Hurley and I think Brendan Fraser. Um, but the original version of uh, Be Dazzled. Yes, that was a um, good devil. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, in the in the remake, uh, uh, Elizabeth Hurley was the devil, but in the original. It was Peter Cook and Dudley Moore, who are one of my favorite comic duos. But Peter Cook as the devil was so hilarious and delightful because he was so low key. Oh, that's cool. I'm going to have to go watch the original. I've never seen it. Yeah, it's from like, I don't know, 1967 or so. Yeah, I Um, I was going to say if it's Dudley Moore, it's going to be 60s, 70s. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, the lady from Help is in it. She's like the the lady that Dudley Moore has a big crush on. The remember the the lady who uh, worked for the uh, pretty racist, I guess, uh, cult, <laughs> who were trying to get Ringo's ring. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so like the, and she was always, oh, I'm gonna dress up in a disguise, and uh, anyway. 
Uh, so yeah, she's in it, but it's, it's, it's really funny and, you know, lots of like silly skits and all, but, uh, the, as with most things that Peter Cook and Dudley Moore did together, um, and, you know, find their show, um, um, not only, but also was, (laughs) was their sketch show that was really funny. Um, you know, all these sketch shows that I, I have just never seen and I, I, I owe it to myself that someday in like an external stimuli vacuum, I'm just going <laughs> to sit here and I'm going to go back through the backlog of Lycoramas and I'm going to dig up every sketch show that you have mentioned on this show and go sit there and, and, and go down a YouTube hole about every single one of them. Well, a lot of it was uh, when I still had DVDs on my Netflix Account. Oh yeah, I I only stopped getting the DVDs in the mail like a year ago, because there's so many things that don't stream. Yeah, um, that's and true. I was like, I want to watch The Prisoner. I want to watch, you know, um, a bit of Fry and Laurie, but now that's streaming. Um, right. I you know whatever, um, but yeah, not only but also is a really funny uh, right. sketch, and it's where they do um, uh, Pete and Dud. I think it's Pete and Dud, where uh, it's where they'll. It's just these two kind of dumb guys. They're playing kind of exaggerated versions of themselves, and right. it's very like low key. And they'll just be they'll be sitting in a bar or in a museum or in a park or something, and they'll just have this completely insane conversation. Like uh, my favorite part was uh, Peter Cook with his very like. I can't underline enough how low key Peter Cook is in these shows. And is he's he very deadpan. Bottom of the piano low key. Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh yes, C minus five. Double bass. Um, right. <laughs> and if you don't know who Peter Cook is in Spaceballs, Mowage. Oh, Mowage that's Peter is Cook. What oh, brings us here okay. together right. <laughs> today. That's okay. Peter Cook. All right. So this is like 20 years before that. Okay. All right. um, early 60s. Um, All right. And their, uh, their stage show um, is what kind of put the, uh, the footlights on the map, the Cambridge footlights. They did a stage show, and it was so popular that they took it to the West End, and then they took it to Broadway, and it inspired a whole bunch of people. Anyway, so the, uh, my favorite one, they're sitting there, and... Uh, they're just talking about um, their troubles with women. And, uh, and he goes, Yeah, so the other night, I was in bed having a nice sleep. Were you having a nice sleep? Oh, yeah, wonderful sleep. Quite nice sleep. And I hear this tapping, this tap, 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 sort of a tapping sound. And I go out, and I go, Now I wonder what that tapping sound is. So I get up out of the bed, and I walk over and I, and I hear this tapping and I hear it's coming from the window. Open the curtain. Bloody Greta Garbo's out there. But it's all Garbo. Yeah, she's no bloody sex symbol Greta Garbo's out there saying, Peter, I must have you, Peter. I say, get out here, Greta Garbo. <laughs> I'm trying to sleep. <laughs> Quick, come around here, Greta Garbo. 
And it's just this like insane thing where the like the the like glamorous sex symbol of the silent movie age Scandinavian actress Greta Garbo is tapping at his window in the middle of the night <laughs> obsessed with him. It's it's these sort of like maniacal ramblings that they would go on. And he would always crack Dudley Moore up. He would always try to not crack up on the thing. Oh yeah. But uh but yeah, the two of them as and Dudley Moore is like trying to decide whether or not to sell his soul in order to get with this uh amazing woman that he has a crush on and but Peter Cook is the devil. And he's very like smooth and suave and nice. You know, he's not, he's not like, evil. He's just, right. you know, oh, yeah, evil. Yeah. <laughs> I thought of... Yeah, uh, I, I love that depiction. I thought of another devil, but it's less of a devil and Satan that's been, like, individually depicted in film and more one that's uh, just um, shows up in general in music, uh, which is the, the, the devil went down to Georgia devil. And, and the oh, musical sure. devil, the the um, deal with the devil style uh, devil. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Like the crossroads devil. <clears throat> right, right, right. And it made me think of um, there's a bunch of um, and, and, and quite honestly, right off the uh, right off the bat, I'm just going to say I don't know the level of racism that's involved in these stories. But I remember as a kid <laughs> um, being told these various stories um uh it was um so it was it was stories that were in the vein of song of the south um where it was <laughs> it, it, it would they would often rotate around so and so's you know was walking home from, you know to the farm or or walking away from the farm to to the market and they run into you know this guy at the at the at the crossroads at the intersection of the street and he offers the thing and then Later on, it turns out that he was the freaking devil, you know. Oh, um, ooh, that guy every he, time. He got us again. But there's a lot of um, uh, moral parable stories. I guess really what they are is they're just, they're Southernism replications of Aesop's fables. Where you just I was about to out. say. Yeah. It's, yeah, he's almost like a trickster figure. Yeah, exactly. You know, like the you have your like monkey is a trickster in in like India right. and in uh before white people got here North America, you had coyote right. was the trickster yeah, or yeah. like an Aesop like like the crow or the fox. Yeah, yeah, um, the fox is often the trickster. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, in uh in uh um yeah, the American South. It's more like the devil. Right. I guess. I guess the the East Coast, because there it seems like. Uh, uh, I don't know. It seems like there'd be like some New York and Massachusetts type, like rural Mass. You know, where uh, like Rip Van Winkle type right. stories involving the devil. Yeah, but the the New York devil uh, just he he just gets your tax returns wrong. You know. Yeah. In, in and the, then the New Jersey devil, the Jersey devil. You know, he just plays ice hockey. Right, uh, or like, or, ooh, you, you yeah. missed the goal again. Arr, he also peels me. the panels off of airplanes mid-flight, you know, and then he just <laughs> looks at you and he goes, "Hey, I a stinker." Yeah. You know? <laughs> 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 
And that's my one crack up Dan for the week. Yes. And, oh, and right. William Shatner. No, I saw it. It was out there. <laughs> Who do you yeah. like better in that role in the Twilight Zone looking out the plane window? Uh, William Shatner or John Lithgow? Because Shatner did it on the series and Lithgow right. did it in the movie. In the movie. In the yeah. Um, I don't know. I, could, I, look, I think I, Lithgow. Yeah. I think I got to go with Lithgow. I, um, you know, so I, I preface this with saying that in general, as a human being, not a big fan of Bill Shatner himself, um, but as a career jump utility to, uh, you know, put his face on screen and then eventually let him be Captain Kirk, I, I got to go with Shatner for the historical context, for, you know, his place in the world. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. Um, otherwise, though, Bill Shatner, uh, not a fan. Not a fan. Uh, for reasons yeah, that we won't go into right now. kind of crappy. Yeah, he got pretty crappy. But, yeah. But, also, um, the, this, the, the, um, the pacing. I, 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 to this day, I've loved the, the, the silly pacing, the way that he delivers lines. Uh, there are other people that make fun of it. I think it's great. I, 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 like, I think it's equal part hilarious and impactful. There's moments where it works, and then there's moments where it's like, yeah, you probably didn't need to hold that, but uh, okay, you know. <laughs> I, uh, while you were talking, I was looking up, because it just struck me. I, was, I looked up, did John Lithgow ever play the devil? That would be fantastic. That would be fantastic. He would be <laughs> a great devil, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, with that cackle, oh my god! I think I think the he didn't, but I think the closest he came was if speaking of Dudley Moore, if you ever saw Santa Claus the movie from the eighties, yes, I've seen that. John Lithgow yes! was like the uh, the corporate toy maker, yeah, scumbag, right? Uh, and yeah, that nah, yeah, that was pretty good. Uh, and uh, one of the links said. Um, uh, Lithgow was up for the role of the Joker in the 1989 Batman movie. Wow, that, that would have been, been yeah. a different movie, but also great. Yeah, that would that would have been very very different, but also yeah. would have still been really good because yeah. Lithgow as the Joker that would have, yeah that would have absolutely been a different type of it, it would have felt entirely different, but it also would have been really wild. Um, that's one actor I would I'll watch him do anything oh I God, love yeah. John Lithgow he's yeah. so over the top yeah yeah um, I would watch him read a recipe it is it is wild to his range the number of things that he has shown up in where like he's either a comedian or he's uh, or he's doing drama it it he just he never fails each thing yeah. where he shows up it's a banger um he was the in, in this random, like, he didn't have to be there, but he was. Um, he was in this role as the aging Dementia father in Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. And, oh my god. Really? It was just this random part that he didn't need to go as hard as he did, but he did. And I remember watching <laughs> that, and I was like, oh my god, this is terrible. This poor guy, he's this incredible, like, scientist, and, you know, you could tell that he has all this, you know vast knowledge and research and, and 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 he's just losing it you know as 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 the dementia takes him i was blown away by this random bit part where he's playing it and it's not even a major part to the movie right you know the major part yeah, to the movie yeah. is you know 
we're making monkeys and they're gonna think like people you know and there's john lithgow acting <laughs> his heart out it was it was so good but it's just this random good for corner him. yeah yeah good old john lithgow that guy but where we have all these empty I don't know about up your way, but here in Richmond, we have all these empty pedestals where there used to be Confederate statues. Yeah. Put up. John Lithgow could have one. Put that guy up. He's great. Yeah. Um, he we, has we no put, connection to Richmond whatsoever. No, but he we, should be there we anyway. Just, we just like a guy. Yeah. Him. So John <laughs> Lithgow should be on one. And then um, Dolly Parton should be on the next one. And yeah, then, Dolly Parton should sh- for sure. Yeah, 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 and then and then on on the the third pedestal, uh, further on down the line there, um, you should put um, oh let's see here, uh, Carl from Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Um, no, that's not <laughs> yeah, no, maybe that's I think a, New Jersey would have something to say about that. That's probably true. That's probably true. I don't know. <laughs> He was the first person that, um, as I was, I was uh, desperately swimming my head around trying to find something, and uh, his That's his really image funny. was the first thing that my eyes stumbled across. Um, Fella Cootie, that'll be Fella Cootie. I like that. Fella Cootie, yeah. I love yeah. that guy. Oh man, I've been listening to so much Fella Cootie lately. Hell yeah, man. That guy rules. Yeah. I was worried. I was like, oh, what if he's problematic? Cause like he married like like 25 women or something right and i was like that's weird and gross but uh i read up on it and it was after the uh after the nigerian military coup government burned yeah. down his compound and right. all his like recordings and like they burned his whole place down yeah because uh because they were real mad about that song zombie okay because um, it was, you know, it was critical of the Nigerian military government. That's the whole point of the song. Well, then I can understand um, that being somewhat frustrated. So like, oh, we're mad and we have guns. Here you go. <laughs> uh, and then they set about proving his point for him. Uh, <laughs> right. So it was a way of uh, all his like backup singers and all these uh, people who like worked for him. It was it was some kind of thing where like if he married them then it would give them some kind of legal protection. Oh, and, that's fantastic! <laughs> and it was or it was something like you couldn't have women in your place unless you were family. Married so he's them. like, all right, I married all of you. Right there, now you can stay at my compound and Yay. behind our like barbed wire fence where they can't shoot us. That's fantastic. Um, but yeah, I was thinking it was some like gross. Uh, you know, some gross uh, male dominance thing, but it was it was just looking out for these women who was, worked was for him. So like, I was like, okay, great, you're okay, hooray, you're good again. Protecting his team, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so that's good. That um, um that ranks up there with uh, obscure great stories about musicians doing good deeds. Um, in parallel to my uh, one of my favorite stories about um Louis Armstrong handing Nixon the uh, suitcase full of cocaine as they go to the airport. <laughs> Whoa! Have you ever heard this? Louis Armstrong gave Nixon a suitcase of cocaine? Yes. You've not heard this story? No. Okay. I, that sounds more like a an Elvis thing. Wait, maybe it wasn't cocaine. It could have been marijuana, Um, but it, it was a drug. That sounds more like Armstrong's vibe. Yeah, I, it may have been marijuana, but uh, okay, so... It's like some point in the late fifties, early sixties, something like this, and and we. Oh, can so this is when he was governor. 
Nixon. Yeah, yeah, we can okay. we can like fact check this later, but um, nah. as far as I remember the story, um, they both are at it's like either a Florida airport or a DC airport, and Armstrong is getting off the plane and he's got like a suitcase of marijuana. He's just come back from uh, uh, Central America. They've kind yeah. of all harvested themselves up and um <laughs> the band is like you know going through and and i guess they you know there's dogs or something like that at customs and who would be getting off um another plane nearby but you know nixon coming down off of one of the government planes and armstrong apparently you know did one of those you know like knowing winks which we talked about last week um <laughs> at the uh, yeah at the at the band and said you know or said or indicated i got this walked over started <laughs> talking with nixon um nixon of course you know oh man you know i love you i really like your work etc did the suitcase switcheroony and walk through customs you know wow. with the like governor or presidential escort with nixon did not get sniffed or searched or anything like that and then, of course, uh, Armstrong and company go about their merry way with, That's with the amazing. weed. Yeah, yeah. That's incredible. What a great anecdote. Yeah, I don't know whether it's true or whether it's one of those, you know, kind of stories. But um, now I got to check it here. Uh, so let's Here's do... what I say. It's true. Why not? Exactly. That yeah. kind of story, it's so harmless. Yeah. Let it be true. Who cares? Yeah, yeah. I usually do a, like, notes slash don't add us section, but yeah. uh, who cares? Let's call it yeah. true. doesn't matter. If you point out, actually, uh, it never happened, I'll go, yeah, sure it did. <laughs> Why not? Did, uh, let's see here. Yeah, no, I was it's, thinking of, it's in there. No, it's legit. It's legit. <laughs> awesome. That's fantastic. Oh, my God. There's story after story about it, and it's on NPR and it's on do you remember.com wow so, so it's it, was, it was probably what like 1960ish hold on i'm 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 spot checking cuz if it was when he had well 50 i was going to say if it was 60 he would have had secret service once he became the nominee but 58 he was governor that makes sense 58 oh that's so funny that's and really there's funny. the picture of the two of them hanging out ah! that's hilarious oh that's great <laughs> um yeah cuz yeah armstrong famous pot smoker um i was yeah i mean the the nixon drug guy musician story that you think of is elvis because elvis yeah. went over there and got his picture taken and oh elvis had all the all the he was obsessed with collecting badges he had all these like police badges and right. local police badges and yeah. DEA, fbi all those badges uh and but he was also like a huge drug addict right and right right the the Elvis movie that's coming out is focusing on Tom Hanks's character, the uh, the Colonel. Okay. And the Colonel's like main job was keeping Elvis high. <laughs> that was basically what Elvis's gang did was like, well, the man the man needs his get, where's the bag of drugs? Yeah, right. It was like the nuclear football. It was like the 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 pill football. You know, while we were talking, I actually I remembered and and I'm very excited that I remembered another version of the devil another satan that we can talk about which is oh, um the marijuana satan 
Um, basically, like the amorphized like reefer madness. Yeah, exactly. Like the amorphized version of the devil that will come for you if uh, if you allow your kids to smoke pot. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's got to be one of my absolute favorite. Um, <laughs> like just the, or, uh... <laughs> the the red panic and weed panic nineteen fifties, where it's like anything. That impacts our good Christian values is associated yeah, yeah, yeah. with either Satan or communism. You know, oh God, no, I love that. I love that era, and I just um, God, they did the original Reefer Madness, and of there course, was like any, the thirties, yeah, right, and and uh, you've got the slick businessman type uh, Satan, and then yeah. when they redid it, uh, they did a remake of it. Where they actually either they filmed it or they post produced uh, produced it into black and white. Where Stephen Colbert was the uh, the Satan that was offering. Oh the wow! And oh, that's he's perfect. So good at it. But, oh yeah. yeah, that's perfect casting. That's that's his whole character. Is yeah, the, yeah. Hi, I'm, you know, clean shaven, handsome, all American man. Right. How I'm are you? Perfectly trustworthy. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. That's but, fantastic. Yeah, I love that. I just any time that they would show um, this this mischaracterization of the concept of enjoying weed as being a a thing associated with the devil, it was it's first of all the 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 premise of it is hilarious, and the second thing that I love I I love it from the outskirts of this culture outside looking in. I I love yeah. that the 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 tattoo community embraced that image and they were like oh, sure they were like yeah okay Tons, uh, sure that's gonna be know. one of my next tattoos is is a funny little fat red devil yeah like a, like a yeah. Campbell's soup kid little funny red devil and little red right. pajamas if you're doing that you got to make sure he's got the Pac-Man eyes where it's like it's the, the you know it looks like the 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 eyes that are are, are shining in light you know it's like every oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 1920s cartoon character, their 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 pupils it. are drawn like Pac-Man. Only pupils, yeah. yeah. Um, when when you were talking about that, it made me think of uh, Jack Chick comics. Yes, <laughs> which I I never saw them um, until I got on the internet in yeah, college same. Same. and saw X dot com. Yep, I I never saw them either until I saw them online. Yep. But oh my gosh, those things are amazing. And yeah. I, I love they would, uh, you know, some some uh, poor, t- uh, misfortunate youth uh, uh, would, uh, you know, fall into some sort of, you know, trouble of their own making. Right. And then there'd be one or two or three little devils in the corner of the comic going, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> oh man, I've been going haul 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 for twenty years because of that damn comic. <laughs> I text it to people. I include it in emails. Uh, I've I put it into a paper or two for school when I was in college. Haul haul haul. And they're like, what do you, don't don't put this in your paper, you idiot. <laughs> And the yeah. other side of you is oh, like, oh, oh. no, we're doing this. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Um, the uh, <laughs> One of my favorite Chicks Tracks images has got to be that one that got turned into the meme, which is um, 
the two panels where it's um, his followers rejected his message, and then you basically put whatever message you want in, <laughs> and it's oh, got the okay. image of the followers, and they're all ugly and drawn grossly and they have like you know bloated cheeks and stuff and they're they're in uniform they're saying shut up (laughs) (laughs) and you can put anything (laughs) in that word bubble (laughs) that's awesome yeah (laughs) oh that rules i wish that i wish there were chick tracks about like wearing Wearing clothes of mixed cloth. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> eating shrimp, you know, right. the other abominations, not just the culturally accepted ones. Right. His followers I love rejected whenever his the, message. Uh, Eat the shrimp. Shut up! <laughs> shut up! Leviticus 17.9 or Yeah, whatever. right. <laughs> yeah, uh, shrimp cocktail is like one of the top uh, most popular abominations yeah. in this country. Um, that's all right. I'll, 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 I'll go to hell. Uh, if, uh, so, okay, shrimping so, grits, I would assume is also an abomination then because, um, sure. Any, but, any shrimp, any shellfish. Terrible. I am. I God almighty. I, I would kill someone yes? for a bowl of shrimping grits. Uh, I love that. Oh, stuff. my youngest loves it. She loves like, She's she's like the only one in the family who likes grits. I'm like, what's who are you? Right. Um, but yeah, she loves some shrimp and grits. I guess Mary likes it too. But um so I take it all back. <laughs> what a what a useful twenty seconds that was. <laughs> um so uh so in conclusion, uh the devil gave us the blues. And, you know, the foundation of all modern music. Um, Hallow be thy name. (laughs) Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. On earth as it is in hell! (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I'll stop. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, uh, Les Paul guitar, hollow body be thy... Wait, hollow be thy body, I guess it would be. Hollow body. Um, Yeah, that's a, a thing, the hollow body electric guitar. Yes, I anyway. agree with you on that completely. I don't know. I don't fucking know guitars. Hey, kids, jumble up those sentences and make it a functioning joke. Yes, exactly. So we got uh, blues and ergo uh, all modern American music uh, and uh, reefers, if you're into that, um, and f- uh, free will. Right? That were no, not free will. Uh, um, but knowledge. Yeah, like that, the, the uh, negative that whole tree of knowledge of free thing. Will. Yeah. The de- the yeah, the, the bad side of it. Yeah. Um also mortality, if the Garden of Eden story uh is in there. Um uh, childbirth hurts because of that, so eh, that's not so great. Yeah. Um, so I guess, I guess overall pretty bad, pretty bad guy. I do think it's funny if you look in, I guess it's the old Testament when, uh, when 
I, uh, I'm trying to remember what they call, if they call them Lucifer or Satan or what, but uh, it was, it wasn't so much like tormentor and evil as like, he was more like a judge. He was like, uh, it, it, it was like he, um, like a trial, like he would put you through a trial kind right. of a, right. kind of a role. And so like, like a lot, um, God and, and the devil are like, Hey, how about this lot guy? He's pretty great. And, and Satan's like, uh, I, I could make him tell you to go suck eggs. He's like, all right, bet. And they bet on it. And so he makes all these terrible things happen to Lot and kills his family and his crops and his everything. And he still prays. And so he's like, see, Lot's a great guy. Right. And the moral of the story is um, God will kill your family to win a bet. Yeah, pretty much. So, uh, you know, go right with God. <laughs> Jesus! Or, or maybe the devil killed the family. I have, I forget the specifics, but either way, it's like no one comes out looking good in this story. If at yeah. the end, like he, if if God was like, "Wow, you you proved it, and now I'm bringing your family back to life." Here you go. And yeah. he'd be like, "Okay, yay." I do like but that a bunch of the moral parables comes out that are bad. I do like that a bunch of the moral parables in the Bible and and the stories with the apostles and stuff like that often boil down to like some dude fucked up and then a miracle saved him from his fuck uppery. And yeah. I, I, I just, I wonder sometimes if some of those miracle stories are like dude found a way to hide the fact that he fucked up and <laughs> masked it as a miracle told enough people. And now it's part of the Bible, you know? <laughs> It's wow, like, how cool would that be? Yeah. It's like what my happened? my brown goat drowned in the river, but I can't tell anyone that it was because of my sheer idiocy that the brown goat wandered off and accidentally, you know, got taken away by the river current. So I'm going to go steal, you know, a a goat out of the mountains and bring him down and he's a different color and I'm going to say that Jesus was the one that changed the color of the goat. That's a miracle. And meanwhile, some apostle is sitting there and is like, and the goat is now white, and glory yeah. be thy name, Jesus Christ. Yeah, this is going in the book, guys. You know. I was totally, I was talking about, uh, I kept saying Lot. I meant Job. Job? Job is the guy that they did all the bad stuff to, and he still believed to God. It wasn't yeah. Lot. Lot was the guy who uh, got out of, Sodom and Gomorrah, and his wife was turned to a pillar of salt, I think. Oh, wow. So, uh, they were like, don't look back, and she looked back, so she was turned to salt or stone, I forget which. I think See, Niobe was stone and she was salt. You know what was left of his wife after she got turned into salt? What? Not a lot! <laughs> ho, 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 ho. Hootie hee hee hardy. Hey, uh, hey, Lot, what happened to your wife? Uh, salt. Yeah, yeah, that's the ticket. Yeah, meanwhile, another apostle and Lot is the wife and turned into salt. And this is another one for the book, guys. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, do we want to do a lot easier to just this? get away with lying back then? Yeah. Before yeah, social exactly. media. Right. And, and these kids. And 
Oh, I know. Am I right? Ooh, yeah. these kids and their uh, social uh, uh, media and their uh, uh, small shoes. Yeah, we're back on. Ooh. We're back on the social. Oh man, is it gonna start driving today. driving Dan nuts here? It's gonna get on his last naive. They it's can't gonna, even drive cars, these kids. Ooh, they make me so mad. Yeah, they when, don't even know calculus or trigonometry. Like, get it together, you kids. Right, right. They watch cartoons, these darn kids. Oh, Ooh, I cannot believe it. I think you're so big. You're yeah. not. You're not big at all. You're short. Ooh, these kids, I hate them. Ooh. So that was, that was Satan. Yeah. Yeah, was it? He's a he's a zero. He's he's not gonna bring pollution anywhere. Um, he's gonna make it worse. Um, yeah, I I give. Uh, this is supposed to be the Lycorama, but you know what? Zero out of five stars. That's what I give that guy. Yeah, for for Satan, we're gonna make a special exception. This is the dislikeorama. Likes Ooh, take that. Yeah, likes. Um. Uh, modern technology, we like, um, yeah. candy, the cats, the young ones, and Booker T and the MGs. Yeah. But big dislike and, to Satan. Yeah, big boo, dislike. We don't yeah. like, no, that guy's not a good. fan. Not a fan. Zero out of ten stars. Would not recommend. Dark uh, Lord, epitome of evil. Yeah. Hey, no thanks. Yeah. Negative Yelp mm. review for him. Keep walking, buddy. Absolutely. Yeah. And your cloven hooves. Yeah, yeah. Take take your take your fiddle, and and your violin, and your butt cheeks and your marijuana. Take it all back to wherever you come from. It could be hell. I don't care which circle. Um, yeah. But I'm assuming it's the aspic salad circle. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go there and and, and don't don't bother me. You, you think you. these kids today have small shoes? Yeah. The devil, that guy's got cloven hooves. Yeah. His shoes are tiny. Yeah, can't even can't even get a decent pair of uh knickers on the, on those. Son or, of or, a bitch. Yeah. Well, uh we've wasted an hour uh sort of talking about the devil and Satan. Uh do we want to wrap this one up or uh do we want yeah, to Yeah, let's call it a day. All right, cool. Uh well this has been the Dan and Aaron like Orama. Dislike Orama. Ooh. Yeah, that's true. Take that. Yeah, this was the diss like Orama, where we do not like Satan and the devil, and we think that he should go a packing. And having said that, <laughs> we're gonna let we're gonna let Mr. Dan sing us out. What do you got for us, man? We don't like you very much. Put a bindle on a stick and head on down the rails. Get out of here.